0: Welcome to Burning Metal, Metal Sessions Extra Number 2. Now, in 2021, G-Metal didn't think we had so much, um, life-changing things for the industry of entertainment. Honestly. What is the life-changing entertainment thing? It's Dave Chappelle and Taylor Swift. This extra is about those two and maybe other people I might bring up, but mainly about those two. So let's get right into the thick of things. Let's jump into the mold and let's talk metal. So here's how I think. If you're a Dave Chappelle fan, right? I'm a giant Dave Chappelle fan. Dave Chappelle is one of those few famous artists or comedians, whatever you call them nowadays now. Everything's weird. A celebrity who has stuck to his guns for his own creative sake, for his own dignity, his own Pride, one might say. And I love it. Dave Chappelle had a TV show. Super successful. Called The Dave Chappelle Show. Guess what? It lasted two seasons. I think, the th- I think it was the third season. That there was a crazy contract. He was offered a lot of money. But he turned it down. Was losing his mind in his own words. And left. This man left the country. To go find himself again. And came back. Started doing more specials. And when he came back. Everyone welcomed him back with open arms. Beautiful. Dave Chappelle is a legend of an icon he is one of the few guys who can forever stand the test of time do you know why because he's good at his craft he understands what makes his craft go and the biggest thing is he respects his fans and doesn't expect us to just like and love everything he does outright he understands the give and take so if you were on my last episode of metal sessions if you if you heard that one, it was about fans, give and take. And there's a the perfect balance between those two. Dave has the ability to understand that there's a the balance between that. Yes, there's crazy people, but there's all the good people. Now, why am I saying so much about Dave Chappelle? So, recently, he asked his fans, I want to say like a month ago, that he's not making any money on streaming because that wasn't in his original contract, because streaming wasn't a thing when he signed his original contract. So, guess what? They had this show on HBO Max, on Netflix, and guess... And he wasn't making anything from it. That was offensive, and he couldn't even make a new show because it wasn't in his name. Even though the name, the show is his name. And then, what happens? Simple. He tells his fans, guys, you are my real bosses. I can go to Viacom and all these people, but no, you guys are the real bosses. You guys make... You oil the machine. I ask you, do not watch my show. Don't boycott the, the streaming services. Just do not watch my show. Because I make nothing from it, and they're just making money off it without my permission. Streaming is a new thing, and I signed the contract, but there should be some kind of fair compensation here. And they don't want to do it. So what happens? A month later, he gets the name of his show. His show writes back and the deal really hasn't been detailed out like what actually happened but he pretty much got the entirety of his show back. I'm sure Viacom still owns a part of it and they'll make profit whenever he decides to make another Chappelle show or something. That being said, he took a risk. A lot of people felt like it wouldn't work. That it would just, the Chappelle show would just die out. That it would just die in obscurity. But Viacom wanted money over getting back at Dave Chappelle and that's not always the response these Companies give, but hey, it's not a total loss with Viacom and Dave Chappelle. So win win, then a lose lose. That's the best part you can do. Dave Chappelle fought for his show, got it back, and now he can make a season three. He can take it any way he wants, and it's a beautiful concept that a creator gets his rights back. It's metal. It is the absolute definition of metal. He gets everything back. And yes, would this work for everyone? No, because they're not as much icons as Dave Chappelle is. Because he is stuck to his guns throughout, through and through. Everything he's done in the past has helped him gain this credibility of being the guy who deserves this kind of victory. That's why as a creator, you can never... Falter Or be the best creator you can be and never falter to just a big corporation or a lot of cash. Because the end game is better at the end of the time. At the end of the light. Maybe, maybe not. But I'm I'm 100% sure that Dave Chappelle's outcome wouldn't have been the same if he teetered with more, I don't know, more companies and played the, the corporate game more than he did already. This was a deserved victory for Dave Chappelle. I love it. It was perfect. Netflix and HBO Max deserve credit for taking down this show from the stream. Services. Um, it's just a great thing. He's a great creator and people respected him for being a great creator. And a good dude. Overall good dude. I love it. Perfect. And this time and day, like, this whole, I've said this many times, but on this podcast, this whole podcast is supposed to, maybe I won't get big, right? I may not become anything near Joe Rogan or even a, a amateur podcaster. But if I can influence or get one kid to make a podcast or anyone and it becomes big, Big, right? And his whole, like, it's about information, right? It's about information itself. Being yourself, putting out information, and knowing what you want. Because if you know what you want, and you know how to do it, you know how to run with it, then success is only hard work at that point. That's it. Well, hard work matters when you have the knowledge on how to do the job when you have the knowledge on how to move the job when you have the knowledge on how to promote the job that's the best way to say it Dave had all those, he pushed it, it worked out for him and I I hope I can get one person, not even for my own personal glory but one person this whole podcast thing, hours of frustration of learning how to do this and people coming in and out and having to stop and we start shoot episodes and everything, all that, that is my one goal for this, why? Because people's voices need to be heard, there's no guarantee one voice will ever be the biggest voice, but if you don't put your Hat in the race? How do you do it? How do you not? You can't win a battle you never start, started. You have to try and put yourself in there. And Dave Chappelle, being an icon that he is, is just showing that it's not like old Hollywood anymore. Old Hollywood, old entertainment doesn't just control everything anymore. He's he's reminding everyone, we do, the fans. As much as Lucasfilms want to pretend we don't, as much as uh, any other company pretends that we don't, we do. Our eyes matter. And guess what? Viacom chose the right move. They chose when Dave goes good. Guess what? When When Dave's next show, I'm not sure what he's planning to do, so I'm not saying he'll make a season three. But whatever moves Dave does with this rights now will benefit Comedy Central at some point. You know why? They'll probably get a percentage of it. And it's better than having that than a dead show in your category. In your catalog. You don't want a dead show in your catalog because you were too greedy. Sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet. I'm sure there's some form of repercussion for Dave, but he got what he wanted. The rights to his name and everything but it's beautiful now let me talk about the second person this second person, I'm not a giant fan of their music, nor of their general, I don't know how to say it. I'm not a giant fan of Taylor Swift. She doesn't come off as a super uber talented singer. She has a nice voice, whatnot. But Taylor Swift also has made a change in the industry. You ready? Here's how. For the past year or so, Taylor Swift had been fighting for her rights to get her music back. For a while, right? Um, I forgot how, but Scooter Braun bought her rights to her music. Then, Scooter Braun and her were going through some lead- go for her to get her music back at a reasonable price because she wanted to do like a whole tea a whole movie thing and scooter Braun was you can't use your own music and she was upset because she had to pay scooter Braun contracts and whatnot right so we gotta remember we're talking about contracts still what happens i guess scooter Braun gets tired of this back and forth with taylor swift and he just sells it off to someone else completely different he doesn't want to deal with this um that's my assumption he just wanted taylor swift's music so he can make a, a profit so he sells it the next guy that gets it wants to sell her back her music i'm not sure the price Tag, but guess what? At this point, I guess Taylor Swift thought of just no, I'm not about to give you my money to get all my old songs back now. Got a better plan, she's gonna re record all, all albums. I'm not really sure how this is possible either, where she's going to. First start out with Fearless, her first album. We record it. I'm assuming she's going to do enough differences for it to be different. But it'll be the same album, but different. And this is a pretty interesting play she's doing. Because it's not a guaranteed slam dunk. But if it does work, she'll make a lot of money. Lots of money. Because not only does she have a fan base to back her up. She's one of those people with a huge fan base, like Beyonce and all that. But, um, you gotta think of it. If she essentially re releases all her music... And so is it all. Like, regular new albums. That's double what she made. And there's just so many possibilities. Monetarily speaking. And even influence speaking. Like, should we introduce... Old songs, to new people. I didn't know about the old songs. Yeah, you think, oh, how do pe- don't people know about old songs if she's that big? Do y- does everyone know every Beyonce song ever? No. And guess what? New fans that keep on having on Taylor Swift bandwagon will like the newer songs better because they'll be the first times they ever heard the newer song. And in turn, kind of bringing down the old songs. So it's it's a it's a tricky play, but it is a nice play. She said, "I'm no longer trying to fight for my old rights. Stupid doesn't make sense. I don't know how." far she's planning to take this but if this works it changes the game this it's one of those moves that if it succeeds it changes the entirety of the whole music landscape and it's fine really people don't know how to handle this kind of stuff and can you blame them yeah because at the end of the day it's it's new stuff. People like doing business with people they know how to do bi- how, to, how to do business with. My bad. Sorry. But overall, here's the thing. Taylor Swift doing this is a big risky play. And if she wins, she wins big. And that's the intriguing part. She wins better than Dave Chappelle. Why? Because Dave, listen. I've created myself, I love my old stuff, no matter how bad or good it is. I don't know if I could just let go of my old stuff and keep it moving. But if you could do that, if you can, and literally get your fans like your newer stuff, that is your old stuff, but just better, or newly mixed, that's better than your old stuff. Because as you go along, you do stuff, and you get you and you improve, you increase yourself, right? You... You push better, and yeah, I think everything you do when you first start out is different because you're learning, you're trying to find your footing, and it's like, no, this podcast is better than definitely the way I did my first one. Why? Because I didn't know how I was going to edit. I didn't know how I was going to do some some of this stuff. I, I was like in my head majority of those times. I'm a lot freer than I am right now than I was on those, and if there is a structure, I know my own structure naturally now. Like that. So, that's the best part. And now, it's good. So, maybe one day I might just redo some of my first episodes to make them better quality. And so on and so forth. And better points. But some of them still hold, like, some of them are good. Uh, good. Like I listened to one of my episodes I want to say it's five. The Case for Fiction and that one? That one was really good I gotta say. For my first episode, that one was really good. I get better all the time but still I'm like yeah, I like it. To the point with emotion. I felt like I was listening to another YouTuber just making a point about something. But it was great and this whole thing, this whole thing that Dave Chappelle and Taylor Swift are doing changes the game in good ways. One creators, if you're a creator you deserve respect but also you need to demand respect. It's hard to do both because companies don't want to respect creators because creators don't understand the nuances of business. You have to do both. You have to understand the nuance of business and know how to create. That being said, can you do both? I think you can. More people just have to learn the corporate talk, and it and it sucks that you have to learn this. But to protect the stuff you make, you have to do this. And they're doing the best they can for their own material. I'm not saying it to be a Taylor Swift fan or Dave Chappelle fan, but look at the example, right? They're doing something that only they could do, sure. But in the future, this affects all of us who wants to be in, in entertainment somehow. Everyone, it's. It's worth paying attention to. And if not, just enjoy the show, I guess. But I want to be able to control my own material if I ever do blow up and get big. And I hope whoever listens to my podcast has the same vision. Not just for the money, not just for this or that, but that you can control your own stuff. Take it to the moon and keep it for yourself and your family. Like Prince did that. Michael Jackson, for a while, did that. His family sold off the rights, but he did it for his family. Um, And a bunch of other artists, like, if you ever hear the Marvin Gaye State, they don't let anyone use their music, ever. The point is, your music, all of your stuff, should be helping the people you grew up with, not people in some office room that just bought out a smaller company and said, oh, now we own the Marvin Gaye State. No. It should be helped by the people who own, who you love, your mom, your dad, your children, your... F- everyone who you trust in that circle. And guys, if any of this resonates with you, give me a comment in the social medias or YouTube comments or DM and if you guys want to be on as a guest, I have a way of doing it and it's great. Um I can- I hope, uh, I can get more people on here now. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a guest on my next, my next metal sessions, and it's gonna be a great guest. It's great, it's a great host as well. Guy's very knowledgeable, and it's gonna be a fun episode to make. Now, I wanna say, stay metal, be the best creator you can be, learn business, learn creative, and don't forget, a creator does not have to sell out to make it big. Stay metal, y'all.